Hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is the Gary V Audio Experience. Gary V. What's up, my man? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. Um, I wanted to come because I know you have another book coming out. I do. Hashtag Ask Gary V. Yes, sir. And I'm a big fan. Thank you. Uh, I get a lot of uh, wisdom and insight from you, motivation as well. <laughs> you know, um, it's so a lot of things, some of the things that you say, or a lot of things that you say and you talk about, I already believe and I already feel. I feel like we're torn for the same cloth. Um, but I'll listen to you and I'm like, that's right. Reaffirm. It, it reaffirms it, mm -hmm. exactly. It, it deduces what you kind of already know. And uh, I'm going to give an example. You give a lot of boxing analogies. I do. And I'm an ex-boxer. That's my love. Me too. And uh, there's a coach who was criticized for taking this guy, this boxer, who's already an elite level boxer, and another coach criticized him, says, you didn't do nothing for him, he was already there, you're just cheerleading. And this coach said, okay, maybe he needed a cheerleader at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's real. That that's is real. super real. But anyway, I wanted to come to, <laughs> like that. I wanted to share, um, we have somewhat of different audiences, yeah. but it does cross over and interlap, so, you know, I wanted to give you my audience, I you know what I mean? Them, and I try to give them as much uh, good stuff as possible. And I just want them to know about you, you I know what I mean? That, no doubt, no we'll doubt. Do the same. That's what D-Rock's here for right now. D-Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, listen, I keep my stuff very basic, you know? Right. I, I, uh, I think we all deploy thesis against our uh, executions. You were just talking before we went on film, of, you know, the audience of people that are working out in a great shape and you're like, great, that's one part of the equation. Mm -hmm. You know, and you take the mentality and the thesis and you deploy it against that genre. I do the same thing. You know, I think that's where we probably cross over. There's a lot of people trying to start businesses, mm -hmm. trying to start their companies, get theirs. And for me, I just want to get them to think about things at a higher plane right. because I always say it's tactics versus religion. Mm. Right? Mm. Mm. Please. Can you explain that yeah. in layman's? Break that down so sure. they understand. Uh, I'll explain it a couple different ways. One, okay. I'll give some tangible for the audience. Right now, everybody's talking about Snapchat, right? right? I'm a big believer that Snapchat's the next platform. You know, it's a YouTube, it's a Facebook, it's a big deal. And uh, somebody called me out on my last Ask Gary Vee show and said, You're not giving us the right answer. And I really went at him because mm. I'm like, Because you're looking for a tactic. Right. You're looking for me to say, Do 10 push ups. And you're gonna have, right. Post this on Thursday at four o'clock with seven letters in it in this picture. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, tactics change too much. Right. The market changes too much. You know, I've started finally taking care of my health in the last two years. The things I did 18 months ago for my body mm -hmm. aren't the right things for me right now. Right. No different than your, he might have needed a cheerleader right now. Right. And the reason, I always talk about tactics. Mm -hmm. I mean, jab, 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 right hook, back to boxing. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a fucking textbook. Right. It's pure tactics. Right. Um, but the truth is, and you know this, it's getting people to understand the religion, mm -hmm. understanding why you're doing stuff. Right. You know, for me, I'm always reverse engineering. Like, what do I want to happen? Mm -hmm. And then how do I get there backwards? Mm -hmm. And how do I provide value? Right. You know, I'll give you an example. This, you know what's so interesting? This is actually mm -hmm. a great way to say this. Okay. This is a phenomenal situation right now because mm -hmm. you start it with I just want my audience to know you and mm -hmm. bring them good stuff. 
how did this happen today? That was a good thing by you that you wanted to put me on mm-hmm. to your world. Right. And my reverse is I'm spending the last month, my publisher and PR people are yelling at me because they're like, you're passing on Wall Street Journal and C- you don't have enough time to do the journal and CNN and CBS, but you're doing these cockamanian podcasts. Right, right. And so it's like, and so to me, I can do the math. I know how many people you have on your channel mm. and this and that. I don't need to always do the biggest thing. Right. You go where you feel is right. 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 So I could be on the Today Show right now, mm. and I may have reached seven million people, but maybe seven hundred of them feel me. Right. Whereas I could do something like this or the other things I've been doing that they got all upset about, mm. and it may only reach a hundred thousand or five hundred thousand, but four thousand may feel me, or it's right. just seven hundred, or it might be a hundred, but it feels right to right, me too. Right, right. And so that's, people are not navigating their lives with enough intuition and long term. Mm. To me, the energy of you reaching out felt like the right thing to do. Mm. I don't know how to even explain it. Right. And it's now, here we are. Mm. Today, starting right after this, mm-hmm. little we do some daps, a little right. love on the way out, we go back, but we've started our relationship. Right, absolutely. And I don't think people think about the finish line enough. They're thinking about what's in it for me right now, Right. and they're not thinking about 7, 12, 19, 44 years from now. Right, let me speak on Please. the origins of how I got here. Please. Okay, so uh, I got a, a DM from, I believe, Brittany mm-hmm. about you know the book coming out, on et cetera, Instagram, et cetera. Right, right on Instagram. Cause, cause just to let everybody know, I'm doing a heavy Instagram thing where we used a, a platform called Ground Signal, you can check it out, where we found out people following me mm-hmm. that, that the data showed had good audiences. Mm-hmm. And, so, and I didn't reach out blind, mm-hmm. I reached out to people that are already in my ecosystem, right. and I wanted to give them a free book because mm-hmm. they had audience, right. and we wanted to start a relationship. Right, but check that out. Even if it was, even if you were doing it blind, right? Yep. I got the message. Yes. Um, I'm, you know, my closest friends are in this room right now. Yo, check this out, check this out. They hit me <laughs> up, right? So, so my guy here is like, oh yeah, I got that too. Uh-huh. I'm like, wait, really? Uh-huh. Let me see, same, I'm like, yep. that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna respond, yep. explain who I am. Because how I am, I'm like, me and him need to know each other. We need to meet each other. It's, they're gonna, I'll, we'll, we'll end up linking up. Once they up. understand. Exactly. I listen and you're, you're, I know that you're a dynamic thinker, you're a smart dude. I, I get it, I know. It's like, I, I feel like I really it's know you. It. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you know why. It's the same way I felt in two seconds. It's mm-hmm. why we picked and choose our spots. Mm-hmm. It's, you can just taste your own. Exactly. I believe in that exactly. shit so much. Exactly. I'm with you. So, uh, you know, and my mentality is like, I have a I don't lose mentality. And that's with anything. That's not just like, say, a sporting event or whatever. That's just life, right? Because life is nonstop tests, you know what I mean? And we're always being put to, te- to the test. There's always challenges, obstacles, etc. And I literally don't accept any of that as an impediment, as a negative, it's like, good, this is gonna make me stronger. I'm gonna learn something from this. Do, do, you, do you like to lose? Fuck no, I don't even. I do, and, okay. and, and I'm probably saying the same thing you mm-hmm. just said. Like, I seriously get off on this. I get it, I, get, I love yeah, it. yeah. I fucking love it. Like, like when we play, bas- we play basketball two times a week, a mm-hmm. bunch of people here at VaynerMedia, 6 a.m. tip. So you gotta really wanna play. Right. And I'm out to midnight hustling, so right. I gotta get up at like five. Right. It's crazy. I love when we go 4-0 because mm. you know, we shoot for teams right. and I got the right team and we're just right. more talented and we're rolling. 
but I'd be lying if I told the world that I don't get an extra special like buzz mm-hmm. when we lose the first three. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love the climb. I'm gonna tell you why. Please. Because, and this is something that a lot of us have, some people don't have. It's when you're at the bottom, you have nowhere to go but up, right? And if you're not literally at the bottom, (laughs) if you're not, exactly, if you're not literally at the bottom, figuratively, you gotta be there. You gotta have your eyes on the bigger guys, the bigger, you know, because that's what I do. I'm always comparing myself to something above you. Yeah, people who are doing way better than me. You wanna hear something crazy? Mm -hmm. You see it right up there, the wine business? Right. When I won, Mm -hmm. when it was like, when there was nobody in the wine business that debated anymore that I built the best wine shop, Mm -hmm. I was done. Right. Yeah, exactly. It was over. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I'm worried about that with VaynerMedia right now. Mm-hmm. We've exploded. We're up to 625 people. We are becoming the shop. Right. It'll take a couple more years because mm-hmm. Madison Avenue's old and, right. and fucked up. But as soon as it happens, I'm scared because I'm like, shit, it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go want to sell potatoes or something. Right. Like the potato king. I mean, this is, it's like when you say you, I can taste, we can, you can taste your own. Perfect example. One of my closest friends. We always talk about different scenarios. All right, well, if you just got this 500 million right now, would you do this? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, I'll just kick back and just hang out Chill. with my daughter. And he's like, you wouldn't? I'm like, I can't. Like, There's no other it's, it's, it, it's infinite possibilities. You know what I mean? Infinite. So, and You know what I think that's predicated on? I'm curious if this is what it's for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just driven by legacy. So much more than, I always say legacy is greater than currency. Mm-hmm. I. I, and that's why I'm out there, and that's why DRock's filming, and that's why I'm doing this stuff. No question. Like, I'm excited mm-hmm. right now that my great great grandchild mm-hmm. is literally watching this right now. Right. I'm long gone. Oh, uh, no, for sure. For you know sure. what I mean? They're for literally sure. watching this right it's now. It's out there. It's the same here. When I go to my children's school, you know, it's just, it's, I'm winning all, they're winning. You know what I mean? 100%. And, and my son has a YouTube channel now. You is know? that right? How yeah, old is he? He's 10. I he just turned it. 10. So they're seeing the spelling bees, they're seeing him working out, they're seeing all of his stuff. You know, and he, he gets it. He's proud of his dad, I'm proud of him, you know. And also with Legacy, I love that you said that because I was just talking to uh, some people about this. When I first started in the fitness industry, um, we've had photographers, we have videographers, every, every expo I'm at. And people made fun of me like, what are you, what are you famous? What are you got? Yeah, what do you think? Paparazzi, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Those same people, a year, two years later, hey, so about that YouTube thing. Yeah, can you do put you, me on? What yeah. do you, how do you do can that? We? Of course. So, and, and it's, that's one thing, but you're right, the legacy. I look at it, I'm not looking at it like, oh, I'm doing something better than you that you're not doing, no. I'm looking at it like legacy, you know what I mean? You know, ancient Egypt, ancient uh, Greece, Rome, they have these fucking statues of, 100%. you know, hieroglyphs. There's, this there's, is our modern method of that. There's another thing that's quite interesting, we, Everybody who's watching right now and listening, we are the patriarchs and the matriarchs of our family. We mm-hmm. will be the first generation that is heavily, and I mean heavily documented. Mm-hmm. So forever, forever, you're the beginning right. of your family. Sure, mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, how many pictures of your parents or videos of your parents, mm-hmm. but for 97.9% of us, outside of people that had parents that were famous, mm-hmm. We are the starting point. And I think that's a huge responsibility. I literally look at everybody in this office mm-hmm. and I'm like, my God, they are the person that their family is gonna be like, that was the chick that started it. Right. 
And that's a big deal. Right. And that's a responsibility greater than anybody's ever had to deal with in the past. Mm-hmm. And I take that responsibility in a big way. Right. I want to set up the Vaynerchuk name yeah, for in sure. a legit way. For sure. No doubt. No doubt. So, hashtag Ask Gary Vee. Yes. Why? And what? <laughs> I'll give you the real answer and then I'll give you the bullshit answer. The real, real, real answer is I love public speaking. Mm -hmm. I don't get any high greater than when I hit the stage. That's my competition. That's me walking into the ring. Mm -hmm. I literally treat it that way. I've recently told the truth of how I think about the way I go on stage, which is I want to fight my audience. Mm -hmm. I come with anger. Right, right. Um, And honestly, I realized that when I was doing Mm Q&A, in the last 15 minutes, that was the biggest fire. Right. Right. Like my talk was great and I'm entertaining and good, right. but where I really separated myself from mm. everybody was mm. when I did Q&A, because right. I could really show my skills. Right. So 18 months ago when DRock and I started this show, I went on a very conscious effort mm-hmm. to brand myself as the mm. Q&A guy. Right. right. So that my talks going forward, once I got bigger, I could just roll on stage and go, go. Right. Like that's what I actually want to do. Right, right. So that's why. Okay. Why is there a book? Mm-hmm. It's a triple reinforcement of where I want to take the brand. Right. The more politically correct and true, but mm-hmm. secondarily true answer, it was the best book that I could write right now. Mm-hmm. And I had one more book to write on my contract. <laughs> there you I go. Gotta, I got to deliver. Right. And it was the best book that I could write right now. And I've been stunned by the early reaction. Mm-hmm. My haters and my biggest fans are agreeing on the quality of it, and that's why I think I got something with this. Right. Because it's a 360 view. Mm-hmm. It's about parenting and empathy and right. self-awareness and work ethic and leadership, mm-hmm. not just how to use YouTube, right. not just how to make money using Facebook. Right. See, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm a, a huge fan of yours, is because you, it's not just, I mean, you have VaynerMedia, right? But the message that you, the mess, the 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 spirit, the underlying spirit of your success is not just being a social media guru or whatever you know those titles are. It is the father father fatherhood. It is you know the fact that you you know, you know fuck this. I'm gonna get in shape. You know what I mean? I'm gonna show you guys what I'm going through. Like all of the all of the other things that make you the man that you are. And that's one thing I try to uh, convey to you know people that listen to me and follow me. You know. And in the fitness industry, it's just like these people is just just fitness. Did you see the just video fitness. I made about the fitness? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, can you please yeah. show me one picture when you like <clears throat> just like like no, everybody knows. Right. Listen, everybody knows you're you're setting these pictures up. Right. Like right. it's your pump day right. and it's perfect fucking lighting. But no, no, no. This like, is the thing, Gary. They don't know that, and that's the danger. That's the dangerous part of it. These people are so impressionable, they don't know it. That's but a valid then, point. And I, I think, you know what's funny, mm-hmm. what just happened? We just both broke down the same statement. Mm-hmm. You're right, mm-hmm. and I'm right in a 10-year window. Mm-hmm. See, what I'm trying to tell the people that are taking the perfect shots mm-hmm. is, you're gonna lose when it's not authenticity, because eventually, mm-hmm. and you can get yours. Right. See, there's a big difference between being rich and being wealthy. There's a big difference between having a couple of all-star seasons mm-hmm. and being Hall of Fame. Right, right. And so you're right. I'm mm-hmm. not breaking it down right. well enough. Mm-hmm. People can get away with, and I see it in marketing all the time. Mm-hmm. You can get away with a couple of years where you right. make some bank, and and you may think you're clever and mm-hmm. tricking the market. You're just gonna lose over time. Absolutely. And see, I look at it like this. 
those people, and I'm, I'm the guy who put the reality in everyone's faces. A lot of people, a lot of industry people don't like me, but the people like me, of and that's course. who I care about. And what do the industry people not like? What is it, when you, because when I, I when, well, when go you, ahead. Yeah, like, in, I know what you're doing, you're exposing mm -hmm. truth, but right. like, what would you say is that, what are the top two things you think, I'm just interested, I'm curious, right. mm -hmm. like that you've exposed that people have real, the industry reacted okay. poorly to, and the people are like, yeah. Well, first of all, um, until recent times, you have your gatekeepers, your big supplement companies, right. the promoters for shows, et cetera. Yeah. And people needed that to so make money. To appease them. Right. And so I came through in a different direction. First of all, when I got into the fitness industry, I wasn't trying to. You know, I was just doing me on YouTube, right? right. And people loved it, and it, it grew to where it's at, you know? I now have a, a, a supplement company, um, an apparel line, uh, I have a meal prep company. I mean, it's a lot, like when people, from the, ground up. from the ground up, and when people ask me like, so what do you do? I'm like, it's, I can't, it's just a lot, you know what I mean? And it's all from the ground up, and it's all without these quote unquote gatekeepers. Now I'm letting people know, you don't need them anymore. Sure. They need you, you 100%. know what I mean? They need you. You've got they the need you and your audience to help sell their product. Because YouTube and Facebook and Instagram won. Exactly. Not this company. Exactly, and these companies are seeing it, so, so I let, they don't show, like that. You show by example. And I don't need them, you know what I mean? So and I'm all the leverage. letting people know, y'all don't need that shit. You Were know you what I mean? Were you an entrepreneur as a kid? Did you like sell blow pops and flip shit and like? I was more of a creative person. Interesting. You know, I played piano, saxophone, tap dance. A lot of people don't know that yet, but yeah. Uh, tap dance shit is gonna But, you but like you. you know, um, I, I you wish know, I was a monster and could say I tap dance. I was all I into science and stuff, but you know. You were super nerdy? Yeah, I was. Were you always big though? Nah, but I was always in shape. Got it. I always worked out. You know, as a boxer, you can't gain weight. It's impossible. <laughs> Every time I would stop, I would gain like 20 pounds, you know? So when, when did I got- When you start boxing? At 12. Where'd you grow up? Brooklyn. Oh, right, mm -hmm. well, all here. Yeah. But then I moved uh, as a teenager to Arizona to be with my father. Mm -hmm. and, and at a young age, I traveled all over the place fighting. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of- How old are you? I'm 36 now. So who'd you come up with? My father. Oh, I'm sorry, in the boxing game, who'd you see as a young kid? Oh, I was right under Floyd Mayweather, actually. That's cool. Yeah, so, um, you know, I should have been right there, too. I could have been right there, too. And when I stopped, I couldn't watch boxing for, like, five years. Because... Why'd you stop? Just life, just other the opportunities I life? thought were, like, better. better. Boxing is hard. And when you start, when you start as a kid, you kind of get burnt out, you know what I mean? Yeah. But... It's worth it, but the the the, the mental a, it's undertaking. A tough, it's a tough game. I had gotten lazy because yep. I didn't have my father over me all the time. However, and you were at that age when other exactly shit was going on. you know girls yeah, and you know life. Right, so you know went to school, but those principles that he instilled in me then they're still here now. Every group of friends I had, I was always the guy getting everybody to work out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I was twelve, I was getting up, jogging at six in the morning. You know, and I just did different things. It yeah. made me, there's no boxing team in high school, so I was an outsider, you know what I mean? I'm the same man, it's funny, I've been really, I've been really going, it's funny, like I almost put it on a shelf, I talk a lot about it, and you guys that know my stuff know, I talk about working in my dad's store when I was 14, mm -hmm. what I don't talk about is, because of that, I didn't play sports in high school, mm -hmm. like I played tennis for one year, like I didn't, I couldn't. It, when I say that I, 
worked every I worked every weekend. Right. Like like there was not a single Saturday mm -hmm. from the time I was in eighth grade on mm -hmm. that I was available. Right. Outside of the baseball card shows, which right. was work too. So I get it. I was yeah. so outsider. Like mm -hmm. I on Friday would go work at the store, which meant that I didn't go to the Friday high school parties. Right, right. And the other thing, and I'm sure you felt this too, the craziest thing about that, and I've been thinking a lot, by the way, the reason I jumped on this is I've been thinking a lot about what I want to do with fourth to sixth graders. Right. Because what you probably felt, and what I definitely felt, and I'm projecting, you tell me if I'm right or wrong, when you're playing a different game than everybody else, mm -hmm. peer pressure doesn't even have a shot on you. Oh, yeah. Because sure. you're already out. Yeah. Like, I was already out. Yeah. Like, I was looking at it. Right. I wasn't in it, because right. I was over here while everybody was over here. Mm -hmm. And man, if you're lucky enough to not feel peer pressure in high school, mm -hmm. you can stay out of a lot of fucking oh, trouble. Yeah. I never got in trouble in school. I was valedictorian, you know what I mean? I was the, I was the, the one black kid in the chess club, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I was this perfect angel, but peer pressure, it didn't even it exist. Didn't and you talk about self-awareness in the new book, I bought the pre, the pre, I pre-ordered and I read the the sample, yep. um, and I'm all about that. I've been self-aware. I've, I've had that a good level of consciousness as a young, when I was young. That's such a gift. I was aware. You knew what you were good and bad at. Yeah, and and I knew what to stay away from by watching other people. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So when I seen people, I didn't have my first taste of alcohol until I was in my twenties. Me too. So when I seen people drunk, I'm like, why would, why do y'all want to be <laughs> like that? Like that's not cool. You know what I mean? My end game with socialization is like getting a girl. Yep. Not looking like an idiot mm -hmm. growing up. You know yep. what I mean? So, um, but yeah, but but in terms of that whole self-awareness and consciousness. Now, going back to uh, like fitness, right? Please. And people misleading people to mm -hmm. look like they're perfect all the time. I feel like this is this is like one little analogy. I look at people like we're animals essentially, right? Hundred percent. However, what separates us from the animal kingdom is self-awareness, consciousness, etc. Like a dog doesn't really have self-awareness. He he'll take a shit in front of you. He doesn't. <laughs> you know, it's not like embarrassing. Sure. You know, hump a pillow. It's whatever. <laughs> so they don't have embarrassment. We we do, or yep. we should, right? We have a lot of emotional intelligence. So I'm looking at certain things. I'm like, you you're okay with? lying or misleading like that, you know what I mean? So, you know what scares me the most mm -hmm. in this fitness world, in the supplement world? Right. How many of my contemporaries, because I can't call them friends because mm -hmm. of this one action, mm -hmm. are literally willing for a buck to peddle product on people that is not approved by the FDA, that comes from China, they have no idea what's in it. And I asked some of my homies, mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, what if in 24 months, multiple people die from this shit that you're peddling, mm -hmm. you have no idea what's in it. You're right. not taking it yourself, right? But you want to make bank, right? Like sell T-shirts, right? Like right. like there's uh, like if you just want money, sell anything besides shit that people are putting in their body and can get fucked up because right. you have no idea what's gonna happen. Right. Like, no self-awareness. No embarrassment. No no emotional no intelligence. No projecting. Right. Yep. So I started my supplement company by accident. I never took supplements all my life. And then, you know, I was personal training, you know, like, and I was a successful trainer. I had clients all day long from five in the morning. I closed the gym. So, but I'm like tired, sure. and I got energy. And that's customer service. And I've, I'm big on customer service. You're paying me 60 to $100 for an hour so of my time. Need I need to be, game. you know. So I, didn't, I tried pre-workouts 
and I didn't like the I liked the energy, but it was certain side effects that I yep. was getting I didn't like. So I started researching, right? And I don't have a background in sure. chemical know, engineering. Chemical, right. Yeah. So <clears throat> but I just, you know, everything's on Google. I'm yeah. researching. So after work, every night I'm researching all these these uh, ingredients. And I found out why I was feeling the way I was. So I I went to like eBay and stuff yep. like that and found labs where I can order raw materials. Yep. So I'm testing Packing. out stuff on myself, right? Almost died in my first prototype. Seriously? Yeah. Because Fuck. I didn't measure the caffeine with a milligram <laughs> scale. I couldn't find it. You can't find milligram scales. They're hard to find. So you can get a gram. So hard going so much? Yeah. I, I almost went. I was like in a mini coma for like a day. Like I slept for 30-something <laughs> hours, 20-something uh, 20, 20 hours. You know what I mean? So, but luckily... You didn't, I didn't die. I didn't die. Thank God. You know, I found out that I put the equivalent of 40 fat burners, that much caffeine, in the tea that I drank. You know what I mean? Jeez. But anyway, I learned. Right. I did it. I experimented on myself. Finally got a good formula, right? So when you, and, and you know, with, I, I feel like with any industry, with the uh, emergence of social media, when they see people following, growing, 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 you get bombarded with sure. pitches and, sure. you know, so... Um, my business, one of my business partners now, who uh, was in the supplement business, was like, hey, you ever think about doing supplements? <laughs> and I said, funny you ask. I took a picture of my kitchen and sent it to him. My kitchen was like a laboratory, right? All these raw ingredients, a lot of shit that didn't sure. work, shit that did work. And he was like, damn, what's this? And I explained. I sent him my formula. He was like, this is pretty different. This is interesting. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, we came together and did it. I was making it just for me to take. You know what I mean? This is my point earlier in the story. If you're not willing to take it yourself, right. like anybody who's watching right now, you want to make a buck, go fucking garage sale and flip shit on eBay. You can make a buck. Like selling people stuff that you're not taking yourself is is a scary proposition. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, they got You, they die every day because they look in the mirror every night, knowing that they're full of shit. Hundred percent. And I, when I see people rising fast, and I know. I'm with you. I got friends too. I wouldn't even call them friends. Acquaintances. People come across. You gotta come call. Around. You gotta call them acquaintances because you're scared to call them your friend because right, you don't exactly. believe in the shit they're doing. And then they're like, you know what? I'm gonna do supplements too. And I'm just like, all right, guys. All right, whatever. It makes me want to get out of the supplement business. But we formed. I just formed a new, uh, a new company with two of my buddies, and we're getting out of sports nutrition. Period. Right. We're doing more optimal health stuff. Stuff you'll find in a doctor's office. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm all about health, not just fitness industries, sure. you know, I'm about being healthy. Yeah, man, it comes down to intent. Right, Like, exactly. it, Like, if you want to break it down to its most basic form, mm -hmm. like, everybody wants to get theirs. Like, I'm not Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to buy the New York Jets. I need billions. Like, There's nothing wrong with that, though. Especially when you don't want to do it at anybody else's expense. Exactly. I want to get there by doing good. Mm -hmm. I want to get there by giving you 51% of this relationship. It's because I'm so good that I know what to do with my 49. Mm -hmm. It comes down to talent. Right. The reason people want to take 80, 90, 100% of the relationship is they're not good enough mm -hmm. unless they take 100% of people's right. shit. Mm -hmm. I'm good enough to like get mine on 49% of the relationship. Mm -hmm. So why do you think, of course people like me. I'm giving them more than I'm asking for in return. This is why I love you, dude. So like I said, <laughs> I'll hear something you say that reaffirms something that I'm doing. You just did it. Uh, even with, with Mars, this is my brother right here, man. But we were forming, uh, putting a deal together for the documentary we're doing. And we came up with the percentages and he said what he was cool with. I said, here's an extra five. 
God it fucking, just, always I love him. Man. He's fucking super talented. And I'm not worried about the money like that. You know what I mean? I'm doing all right. Like, we're doing projects. Everything that I'm doing, Gary, is because I really fucking want to do it. And I feel so good about that. Man, you're going to feel the best about it with the one thing that you'll never get to see happen, mm. which is literally how I live my life. And I'm, I'm sure if you follow me, you, you've heard this. Everything I do is predicated on my funeral. Mm. Mm. I'll never get to see it, which fucking sucks. Right. <laughs> but I just basically want to get What if you do see it? Who knows? Then, if I do see it, then I'm, I'm coming back on some different You'd shit. You'd be like, mm, I'll be like, I'm okay. the greatest. I right. knew I was a <laughs> Like, at the end of the day, if you, if you really want to win, I think living your life predicated on everybody showing up to your funeral, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? It becomes your life. Like, I'm sure you guys have met people. Like, it would never dawn on me to do this and not say hello and get everybody's name. Like, I watch mm-hmm. it in other, you know, I see it in other places. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, who do you think you are? And more importantly, when you have that big of a North Star, it's not a tactic. Like, I consciously understand that people take note that I do that. Right. I'm not confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm willing to admit that. Yeah. But they also know if somebody's doing it or not doing it. Right. They also, and it gets better. This is where I believe the truth is mm-hmm. undefeated. It's also better, so I'm really good with faces, I'm shit with names. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part is, when I see him at the Phoenix airport, I'm like, yo! That's when people are like, right. oh shit, he really did pay attention. Right. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And and that's how I think life works. Yeah. Like I think the truth is undefeated. Mm-hmm. I do think over time everything gets exposed. Mm-hmm. Like I see it every day. People always ask me about MLM companies. Mm-hmm. I say I don't like them. They get mad at me because I'm I'm acquaintances with many people right. in that space. I'm like, look, I don't like it. I think all it is is people selling people. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for me. Now, I have no. Who am I? I'm not God. I'm not judging anybody. Right. I, I have no interest in, like, right. everybody's selling pills that are killing people, everybody that's doing ML, I'm not judging you. Mm-hmm. You do you. But I have no interest in making you feel good by me saying I believe in what you're doing because I don't. Right. right, exactly. And see, that's what I love. Like, nowadays, if I feel like society has become so sensitive to where I often feel like the bad guy by speaking my mind and being direct to people. You're the short-term bad guy and the long-term mm-hmm. good guy. Right. Oh, it always comes back. You're the short-term. Back. Yeah, it comes back. People, Every time. People have come, yeah, I, I live for I told you so. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I'm vain. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm not noble. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the biggest reasons I think I'm a good guy is because I get off on told you. Right. I love it. Right. I, I mean, I live for it. Mm-hmm. Right. I did a video talking about people like, you need to be more humble. I'm like, no, I don't. I said, look up humble, the definition of humble. You know, it's, it's literally putting yourself in a low rank in whatever situation you are. And I like, I'm like, look, I'm not saying I'm an asshole. Let's but take a step I'm back real quick. Let's take fuck. a step back here. Mm-hmm. We're on your show right now. Mm-hmm. You've been plenty fucking humble. You're, you're being very kind to me. Mm-hmm. I, like, you're putting me on. Like, I think I'm as egotistical as it gets, and mm-hmm. I think I got nothing but humility too. Mm-hmm. Like, it depends on when people see you. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I'm first interacting with you now for real. Like, wow. oh, I see massive humility. Mm. So I think that, you know, it, you know what? It, and there's also things like, what, what, look what just happened with Cam, right? Cam was like, sh- I'll show you a good, you know, show me a good loser, and right. I'll show you a loser. I believe in that shit. Right. Like everybody's on Cam's ass. Nobody was on Belichick's ass for walking off the field and shaking nobody's hand when he lost the Super Bowl. Right, right. Like, you know, like, there's different zones of different times. First of all, I'm my worst 
ego and bravado when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. That's the context. I feel like I'm on fire. I feel like I want to come at it. Mm-hmm. That's me there. Right. I'm the best and the most humble when I'm having a meeting one-on-one with somebody in here that works for me right. that fucked up and I'm propping them up. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're living your life in the open, like almost all of us are now, right. you know, A, when you're creating this much content like both of us are, first, I have empathy for people think that we're fabricating. Mm-hmm. I don't think people know how much, how nothing, how nothing I touch DRock's editing. Mm-hmm. Zero. Right. But I don't think anybody should believe me because I wouldn't believe it. Right. Like, what do you mean? You're putting, right? Yeah. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at anybody. Right. It just comes down to the truth will be right at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. I, same thing, man. I, I, keep, <laughs> I keep saying this. He'll upload a video, private, and I just, man, go ahead and put it up. Like, we don't do the go back and forth at all. There's, because there's and no, plus the beauty, the hide. beauty with you and D-Rock saying with, with, with he and I, we're friends. Yeah, we're fucking. We honestly, I want to be less of D-Rock's friend, mm-hmm. and I'm not joking, mm-hmm. because I don't like one of the things I fear. So it was funny. D-Rock and I had an actually really interesting moment the other day, where there's a lot that doesn't make film mm-hmm. because I'm firing people, mm-hmm. I'm having client cut, like there's stuff right. going on. Yeah, and uh, there was just a rally of like intense shit that day, and. I get out of my meeting and I look at D-Rock and I'm like, D-Rock, you ever think I'm gonna get my just due? And I was, I was talking because I could just see it in his eyes, like he, he's so close now. Now he's really seeing everything, everything. Right. And my true everything is way better than what I can put out. All my best shit is hidden. Yeah. Because it's the dark shit where I'm the biggest light. But I can't put it out because it's somebody else's dark shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was funny, we had a really nice moment and I was like, fuck, how do I, D-Rock over time, and this has happened with him, he likes me more because he knows me even better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna affect the way he edits right. because he can't help it, he's a human being. And I'm right. trying to figure out how to get D-Rock to hate me a little bit, <laughs> to put out some shit that's, you know, but, but it's interesting, isn't it? It's super interesting but, that way. But it's good having somebody who knows because this, this is life not right now. He knows your spirit. He knows uh, listen, what the caption. Listen, he knows at, at how. The, at the end of the day, whatever you and I put out on video on YouTube, the, the bottom line is we're interacting with too many. There's 625 people that work here. There's probably been 2,000 have gone through the building. They, they're all talking about me, and they're telling people over dinner, ah, the truth is, or ah, the truth is. Right. And I know that, and that's how I try to live my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I want people that I fire mm-hmm. after they're okay with it six mm-hmm. months later to tell the truth. Right. I don't mind when the first month out I hear stuff. Yeah. I'm like, of course, they're bitter, they're right. mad. Right. And they're struggling and they're concerned. And I, like, mm-hmm. There's only so much I can do with severance and stuff of that right. nature. Right. Um, but a year later, when they're on the next chapter, I want them to start reconciling backwards and being like, that's a good dude. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you'll always win. I, I, I totally agree. Gary, yes. I don't want to take too much of your time. I appreciate it. Um, the book. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Gary V. Yes. March 8th. March 8th. Uh, look, it's the best book ever written by a human being. There you go. And so, you know, that should be enough to get people intrigued. <laughs> but I, you know what I think, honestly? Mm-hmm. I think that this is exciting to me because, you know, knew a little bit, got a little more sense just now. If people like you, mm-hmm. they're watching this, I think that the human aspect of being a success 
is not talked about enough. People talk about the skills. What's the hack? What's the system? How do you get 1,000 followers on Instagram? How do you get 100,000 followers on Instagram? Because if I get 100,000, then people are gonna give me product or Protein World is gonna want me to put them on, right? Like, I know the game, I get it. That shit is short term. And if people have latched onto you and are watching this, then I think what I wrote, and look, you'll tell them better and they'll trust you more, but I tried to write a blueprint for the entrepreneur and the executive and the human that looks more like us than the masses. Right, right. And the beauty of this is, and one one thing with social that I'm I want to get to the level of is, you attracted a fan who can come to you and help put your message out in the big. Of course. You know what I mean? Because essentially, that's, I'm a fucking that, fan. That's, <laughs> you know what I mean? that's what happens when you start providing value. You know, my my my. And my, that's gonna happen to you, man. My iBook. Uh, it's like four of your books already in there. You know what I mean? I appreciate so, it, man. So, and it's been like, it's not because I'm here, it's been like that. And you know, you know what's what I mean? funny? It's happening to you right now. Mm-hmm. There's, if people are really listening to you, right. there's seven to 10 of them right now right. that are on their way right. because authenticity and quality will, oh, the cream always rises to the top. It may be confusing. Mm-hmm. At first, Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf were mm-hmm. supposed to be the, as good as right. each other. Like, right. that shit will always, always, always always rise to the top. Mm-hmm. People might not like the way Floyd rolls with his bravado, but, but if you're the best, you're the best. You're the best. And, and one thing that I hope that is comforting to my spirit is I have a big channel. Google put me in the top 3% of fitness channels, right? I don't like being in a fitness box, but I'll take it, whatever. <laughs> it's so just a step. There's other people that's, you know, where I'll have 100,000 on this video in a week, they'll have a half a million in a week, right? and they're putting out bullshit, right? So I have comfort in, you know, the people that are tuning into me are solid fucking Dude. people. Also, also, solid people. also. I, I'm not into ahead, the, the pop of it. I want the critical acclaim. My you man, know what I mean? my man, I know I'm the best businessman of all time mm-hmm. and I have 30,000 on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not crippled by that, but right. I built a hundred million dollar a year revenue business right here that's good, that's worth three hundred I mean I'm, right. this company's gonna be worth a billion dollars in a few minutes. Right. Like like you can't let and you, everybody watching, don't get caught up in, you know, cool, I'm two fifty on Instagram, I'm one point two on Twitter, thirty thousand on YouTube because I stayed out of it and whatever. Like 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 letting social media numbers dictate your success right. is asinine. Mm-hmm. When you get the, e- I know, you, listen, now I definitely know, now I can say this without knowing, right. when you get that email every day, mm-hmm. every day, from like, hey, I saw your stuff and it did this for me. Right, yeah. I got an email from a woman yesterday, a couple days ago, I don't know if you saw this, D-Rock. She said she was watching my Super 8 when I was doing my live stream thing. Mm-hmm. She said she was in Starbucks and this kid literally was meeting with her talking about suicide and watched it and like it flipped a switch in his head. She's like, you're saving lives. Now I'm not gonna take that because I need to, I'm not gonna hyperbolize that, right. first of all, but second of all, my man, you can have 500,000 people watching, but if you're not doing anything of value to those people, I'm super content with my 20 and 30,000 mm-hmm. because I know every one of those people is getting more value out of that than 99.9% of things and that's good for me. Man, I wanna end on this. For me, at least, I do a lot of expos, and you know, I stand up there for hours, taking pictures, shaking hands, and the common thing when I first started, all I knew was the workouts, right? Yeah. They talking about all oh, the chest yeah. workouts, yeah. but now, 
the mental juice videos don't do as big as the workout videos, right? 100%. And I won't stop doing them because all that people talk to me about is the mental juice, the mental juice. There's times I just flip on the laptop and just record from there. Like, I have something heavy on my heart. Like, always, something simple like, I know shit get hard, I know boom, 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 but just do the right fucking thing. It will never Don't, be the wrong thing. You know, thing. exactly. Ever. That's my thing. And when people come up to me and tell, talk to me about these things, yeah, man. I get fucking goosebumps. Yeah, listen. You know what I mean? Me too, man. That's the most meaningful hey, did thing you, to me. Did you start playing with Anchor yet? You see no. me promoting that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you should do that. You know why? Okay. For guys like you and me, you know, like, you might be walking down right now and have a thought. Yeah, you got them, but like, mm-hmm. boom, you just do it on the phone and it's right. audio. It's right. really good for guys okay. like us that okay. have like, like, you know, like, I don't, sometimes I'm just taking a shit and right. I got it. Sure. And like, I don't know, it'd be right, weird. Right. So like, I, I can do the anchor. You know? <laughs> like, okay, bad, bad. Yeah. And yes. Snapchat, I, I just, I just started, I had Snapchat when it started. Of course. But I never use it. Cause I'm on everything, yep. right? So, but when I kept hearing you talk about Snapchat, I'm like, all right, let me give this, give this a try. There was already a ton of people in there waiting, mm-hmm. and sales across the board shot up. And it really, it's not like I'm really promoting on there. You it know what just I mean? has the attention, man. Yeah, the attention yeah. is real. Snapchat. Hey, it was a pleasure, man. Real pleasure, honor, man. I really honestly. enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank I'm you, really man. excited Thank to get you. to know you guys better. For sure, for sure. As a crew. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.